Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. I am Dr. John Tan and this episode I continue with the second part of a six-part series called The Cries of Teens. What Teens Want Adults to Know About Them. In the first episode in this series, it was the cry of we are changing, confused and vulnerable. Well, let's look at cry number two. And once again, my word of caution and appeal to you listening in, please suspend your judgment. Please hold until you have listened to the whole podcast and then you can disagree with me, okay? But here's cry number two. Cry number two is this. We are hurting and hurting deeply. Let me repeat that. We are hurting and hurting deeply. Now I know some of you inside will be wondering what kind of hurt do they go through? We as parents go through so much more problems than they are. And oh, they are crying out. They are saying they are hurting and hurting deeply. Well, just hold your judgment for a while. Let me speak to you, please. And I'm only carrying a message from the young person. And from my dealings with them, I hear them saying, We are hurting. And they really feel that way. Why? It could be many, many things. It could stem from the first one, the cry that they are changing because they are going through puberty or adolescence, right? It's a tumultuous time and they may not be able to cope with all that pressure and stresses and the, the, the turmoil of all that changes. And so they are hurting but also learn something along the way, which is they seem to hurt very easily. They seem to get offended very easily. They seem to misread emotions very easily. I, I remember this example. Um, I used to um, kind of be responsible for a class uh, in a school in the West and uh, my responsibility is to deliver life skills lessons. Um, the classes in the West, I mentioned it is important because I live in the East and the class uh, that I was responsible for, we will begin every day around 7.35 a.m. It meant very early morning drives for me and uh, traveling from east to west sometimes um, it feels very, very long to me because of the jams and all that. And um, I tend to look stressed when I enter the school and the class of 40 students beginning a life skill lesson. And this bunch of uh, students are very cheeky. They speak their minds off very easily, which is why they needed help 
from people like me. And they looked at me and said, Sir, are you all right? Wow, I was like, I was kind of like touched because they like, you know, displaying their, their concern for me. And they looked at me and said, Sir, you look constipated. I'm like, what? Why, why do you say I look? Yeah, so, but so, so you see your face, it's all like crunched up like this. Like, what's happening? Are you all right? Do you need to go to the toilet? Or what's happening? Did you argue with your wife? I'm like, no. Actually, what was going on in my mind was that I'm very focused because it is the first period of the day. And I was focused on what I'm going to present to you. I don't look constipated. And well, some of them accepted their explanation, but others looked at me and said, Sir, you're telling me, Sir, it's all right. You, you know us. You can be honest with us. Tell us what's happening. So I was like, these kids, they read in too much to my emotions. Too much. Yet, at the same time, I know that there are perhaps, you know, adults who are not pleased with them and they do come with such expressions and it will be totally, totally misread or misinterpreted. And without that, you know, without that uh, relational link, it doesn't make sense to the young person. All they can think about is this adult doesn't like me. I'm really hurting. They don't understand me. And they keep it deep down inside. And so why I'm sharing this with you is because when we want to reach out to them and they have this whole obstacle of not understanding us or feeling they are hurting, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We are not going to do our breakthroughs. So what must we do, right? I believe we need to take a step back and truly accept the fact that they are hurting because there is something important about attending to that. And that is the truism. I'm not sure you've heard about it before, but it, it, it's true. And here's the saying. It goes like this. Hurt people hurt people. You get it? Hurt people hurt people. That means if you are hurting, you tend to want to hurt other people. It comes as a natural flow, either as a defense mechanism or a release mechanism. Either way, what will happen is that if you are not attended to, if your wounds, your cuts are not attended to, then you tend to hurt other people. And I've seen so many hurting teens. And the only way they can protect themselves or at least present themselves as normal or sane is to hurt others. And typically... Who will be the first group of people to get hurt by these hurt teenagers? Take a bet. You are right. Parents. Poor parent. You get the flag of it. You get it in the morning. You get it at night. You get it every time the teen sees you. And all they can do is to bite you. At, worst, at, at best, they bark at you. And most times, they just don't care. It seems that way. Why? Because, hmm, in my experience, I've seen it's because they have very limited um, expressions and they have limited resources to 
to um, deal with those hurt feelings. And sometimes they remember it. And uh, part of my other um, series in this podcast would be in trying to understand what is going on in their brain. It's part of brain development, right? That they will rely more on their feelings rather than logic to make the decisions. Okay, and that's only natural. And it's part of the immediate defense system that they can put up because they cannot perhaps think through cognitively through these decisions or the choices that they have to make. They will revert very fast and easily to emotions because that's the first thing that they can handle. And so very unpleasant words the nasty scowls, the grunts and all of that, the bursting out, the shouts of anger, etc. These are very, very normal way for them to deal with their perceived hurts and pains. So what can we do as adults? As I always mention, it will be firstly, please suspend judgment secondly please do not take it personally it's not about you it's not about you at all it's more like that's how they can cry out and if they are hurting the only way they can release that kind of hurt is to hurt other people but without that kind of uh, deeper intention all right, so as adults, it is our accountability to be able to reach out to them with patience and just to assure them. And sometimes, sometimes this has worked. Sometimes when a, a child is just crying out, all it takes is for someone to come and hug them. Well, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for joining us and do come back for the third episode of this series. See you then. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to Every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is I-N-S-T-A-N-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-L-E-A-D-E-R.com. Instantpodcastleader.com. If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember... We're in it together for every youth matters.